Hey, For The Girl fam, it's Mac, and I wanted to let you know that you are listening to the Daughters series. We are going to be studying incredible women from the Bible for the next six weeks, and we actually have a workbook or a Bible study that goes along with this study. You can get it on our website, forthegirl.com, and you will have an incredible tool and resource to help you engage with scripture, understand context, and really begin to interact with the text. We also have some super cool merch, a daughter sweatshirt, a Go Be His t-shirt, and a beanie. That's right. It's super cute. You're going to want to check that out also at forthegirl.com. We would love to have you join us in an even deeper way for this study by grabbing your workbook online. But that's all I got for you right now. Let's get into the episode. Welcome to the For The Girl podcast. Join best friends Mackenzie Wilson and Mackenzie Baker from Delight Ministries as they talk about all things relationships, faith, and, well, girls. This podcast is for the girl expectant for her future, for the girl who is ready to grow, and for the girl who needs some honest answers. Get ready, because this is for you. Hello, you guys. We are back, and we are so excited for this episode. Sorry for screaming in your ear. (laughs) You're just bringing that joy, joy, joy to us this morning. Yes. We got that joy, 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 joy down down in my heart. Where? Did you know I had COVID-19, but the good good part of COVID was I'm pretty sure I got a new voice. Oh, that rasp? Yeah, you want to hear it? Yeah. I got the joy, 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 joy down in my heart. Hey, let's hear some more rasp. Try to rasp it up a little. Uh, Sing lower. I got the joy, (laughs) joy, joy. You guys, I swear though, I sat at home and I was like practicing songs over and over again. I was like, I swear COVID did something to my lungs that is about to (laughs) shake the kingdom. Oh, is this the newest worship voice? Let's go. Are you joining Hillsong? No, I'm kidding. But I thought it for a second. I was like, Lord, if this is the best thing that comes out of COVID, like, thank you. We'll take it. Yeah. So. We will take anyway, it. So we got to move on. We got to move We're on. We're super excited. We're talking about Mary, Mary, the mother of Jesus, the virgin. What a <laughs> thing to be known for. Am I right? That is, that is pretty cool. I mean, pretty yeah, epic. it's a good thing. Yeah. I like that. I like it okay. too. So we're so excited. But speaking of virginity. Then, Speaking of virginity. That's not what we're talking about today, actually. But <laughs> Maybe it is later. time for three-minute tea. You know the deal. We have three minutes to spill the tea on something from our life, some mm-hmm. hidden secret that we've probably never talked about in public before. And so, Kenz, what's the title of today's three-minute tea? This is titled True Foods Throwdown. Throwdown. All right. True Foods Throwdown. What's this going to be about? Oh my gosh. Okay. How about you start it off? Okay. Perfect. Let's set the timer. We got three minutes on the clock. Here we go. One, two, three, go. Okay. True Foods Throwdown. Here's the honest truth, guys. Ken's and I got in a big, big argument one time. We're not going to go into the details of what it was all about because it it would would take take a really long time. Really long time. But here is what went down. I was so upset that I had to leave town for a week. <laughs> I oh, literally yeah. left town. I, I left town for part. a week. I come back into town. The very first thing I do is like, I know I have to talk to Ken. So Ken's and I go to dinner at True Foods Kitchen, yeah. which is, you know, it's like a nicer restaurant kind of. It's not yeah. like a, you know. You get served. And here's the thing. Don't go to a restaurant. I mean, no, actually, you can go to a restaurant. But yeah. Let's just talk about how funny it is when you're having heated conversations at restaurants and the waiters try to like get your pop order in. And, stuff. and the waiters pop in like every five and minutes. And you're just like, rah, rah, rah. hello. 
And it was pretty awkward the first hour. It was pretty awkward the second hour. But by hour four, I of wonder our what the waiter think behind the scenes. The waiter was concerned. I yeah. know he was. He kept going and like he was looking at us and going, "Do you want any more water?" But behind his eyes, he was like, "Are you guys okay?" I yeah. could just tell because every time he'd come, we were just looking at each other like, and then we'd have to like, "We're good, thank you." Though <laughs> we're trying to be nice, but it was we not were there good. for four hours. You four guys. hours. The first two hours were really heated. The third simmered. We we simmered. But simmered. I think we picked it back up by hour four, maybe. Yeah. Here's the thing. This is the routine of Mac and I's fights. Mac gets really mad and just doesn't want to talk. So sometimes yeah. she'll leave. I'm a fleer. Yeah, she's a fleer. <laughs> she just gets I don't silent. like to say things that I regret later. And yeah. Yeah. I'm an eight. So I get mad. She just either. So I was proud of her for sticking it out and staying this time. She like stayed through it for hours. But my thing when I fight one, I just talk way too much. And two, I love to tell Mac what yes. she's going to do. <laughs> Ken's is like we had just had this four hour argument. And the final thing oh, yeah. was her being like, I'm, I'm not going to tell you what I think you should do. But like, do you want me to tell you what I think you should do? And, <laughs> and that's like, how every argument goes. Yeah. I'm always like, Mac. It's totally okay. I forgive you. Do you forgive me? Okay, I think I know what you should do. <laughs> <laughs> she doesn't think about what she should do next. She thinks yeah. about what I should do next. Yeah, so I ended up... What do you think about my advice, though? I feel like I give pretty good... It's what did you good. tell me to do? Move I mean, home to North Carolina? <laughs> I think I did, but she did I didn't know if we were going home into to North Carolina. details of this argument. You did... Yes, there's a lot of details behind the argument, yeah. but... In a good way. Yeah. A big thing was me missing home. And so yes. uh, she told me to move home to North Carolina. And here we are. Here we are. It works. Here we are. It's about a year later from this fight. Oh, my gosh. Wow. A little over a year later. What if it a year was a few months? exact day? That would be crazy. Yeah. I did move home. Indeed, move home to North Carolina. So I did listen to Kenza's. I listened to your advice. We should go back to True Foods and give it a like Let's redeeming. Celebrate. I yeah. think we should. Oh, celebration. Ooh. Oh, there wow. it is. There's but the yes, key. Mac and I do fight, you guys. We fight a lot less these days. I think we, we do. talked about that. Yeah. Yeah, we did. Yes, yes. <laughs> we did. We did. Way back in episode right. one. We are super pumped for this episode, though. It's going to be so good. So grab your coffee. Get ready for an amazing episode. Okay, I feel like it's Christmas because we're talking about Mary. Like, I wish I would have worn my Christmas sweater. That would have been amazing. I know. I feel like should I feel like after this we should go eat some Christmas cookies, peppermint ice cream, maybe <laughs> like a roast. I don't know. Just I don't get in know. the spirit. Yeah. Get in the spirit. We Actually, really should have. You know what would really get me in the spirit right now? What is if you sing me a Christmas carol? All right. I thought love in honor of Mary. Could you sing Mary? Did you know? Mary, did you know that a baby boy was born on Christmas morning? Honestly, the tone of your voice was pretty good. Like, I really liked where you went with that. That was I, good. I feel like that's the way that's usually sung. So, <laughs> yeah. I'm just, you know, yeah. didn't try that hard. That was beautiful. That was beautiful. <laughs> well, we are going to be diving into another daughter's story today. This is all about Mary. Mary. And Mary um, teaches us that as God's daughters, 
um, he will use our seemingly small stories for his good and for his glory. And we see that in, I mean, probably the most epic way, like Mary is the mother of Jesus. And so we're going to dive into her story. We're going to talk about some key moments that she's mentioned in scripture and then dive into how we can begin kind of living into some of these things that we see embodied through Mary's life and Mary's heart. Yes. So you might be thinking like, okay, her seemingly small story. What is that about? What's happening here? So let me just tell you a little bit about Mary. So Mary is a small town gal. Small town gal. She was just like, really? I would like to consider myself a small town gal. Yeah. Waynesville. Waynesville, North Carolina. Waynesville, North Carolina. You and Mary are one of the same. So anyways, though, she lived in a really small town. Like she just felt like she you know, she didn't grow up in Los Angeles. She didn't grow up in New York. She wasn't a big city gal. Yeah. So she, um, really like was an unlikely person to be chosen by God to be the mother of Jesus. She just really was so unlikely. She was poor. She like, um, was just probably like anybody else in your town, but God chose to use her, which is crazy. And you guys know the story. Like, you know, here's the thing. Mary's known to be a virgin. We've hit at this at other times in life. I just want to walk through this. So literally she was a virgin and she got pregnant. Yeah. Have you ever thought about that for yourself? Like Like, if that were, if that happened to me? Yeah. Yeah. When I was younger, I'll be honest, I'd be like making out with boys, just like, and making thinking, out, not even touching bodies. And I was like, oh my gosh, like what if somehow I get pregnant? Just like Mary and my parents would be like, what happened to you? Did and you that was a fear of yours. I did. I was like, I could, I just thought, I just thought of her. Yeah. It would just be rough, you know? Yeah. I cannot imagine having a baby growing inside of me and being like, I did not, I didn't do this. <laughs> I didn't do I this. I prom- like try to convince people. Yes. I promise. Like I, I promise, promise mom like, and dad. We just kissed and <laughs> I don't know what happened. I don't know what happened. Here's the thing though. Mary knew what happened. So, you know, an angel came to her and told her like, hey, Mary, you're going to be the mother of the savior mm-hmm. of the world. You know, back then this was like much anticipated. Like yeah. they, everybody but wanted to be like every little girl actually like dreamed of being um, the mother of Jesus. Like they knew, you know, God, there were so many prof- prophecies that, yeah. that that Jesus would come. Yeah. And every girl like waited for that. Everybody was like, it might be me. It might be me. But this was not expected that it would yeah. come from a virgin, like yeah. literally somebody who had not ever tried to conceive a baby. And so this just wasn't like ideal, yeah. obviously. Crazy. So an angel appears, says, Hey Mary, you're about to have a baby. He's going to be you're the savior of the baby. world, the Messiah. And you're supposed to call him Jesus. And she doesn't hesitate. She's like, yes, I will. Like I will do that. I will be that for you, God. And it's crazy. It's crazy. It's crazy. So what happens next? <laughs> so anyways, we have to say, though, at this point, um, Joseph, they weren't married yet. So They're engaged. Joseph was like, I might divorce her for a second. He yeah. was like, I might be. I, it looks like she had like she maybe like did something without me, blah, blah, blah. But then an angel comes to him and he also chooses. Yes, which is just so cool. Um, and yeah, so long story short, I mean, you guys know the story. Jesus was bo- born in a manger. Mm-hmm. Um, but I just want to like 
I want to look at Mary for just like one second. Um, so to get to Bethlehem, so they had to travel a really long time to have Jesus. Here's the thing. She trekked probably on foot or on a donkey. We're not sure. One of the other for 80 miles. Super, super pregnant. This girl is hardcore. I got to say she's hardcore. Yeah. My sister just had a baby and um, it was a it was a feat to get to the mailbox. Honestly, right? like yes. it was it was a struggle. It was not great. Her feet were swollen and like. She couldn't see her feet. And I cannot imagine this. Can't imagine it. I can't imagine this. And I'd also like to point out that we can't we can't move past Luke one without mentioning that Mary was also a songwriter. She was a songwriter. She wrote a song too. Yes. You got it. You can't skip over Mary's song. Yes, she did. She was a songwriter. She was epic. She handled pregnancy like a champ. And then she had to travel 80 miles. And then she had a baby in a manger. So a a feeding trough, essentially. A feeding trough. Not the probably cute ones we see in the nativity scenes. Like, and most people think it was like a little stable. It's actually more like a cave. It probably didn't smell good. Actually, um, I went to the, the cave in Israel where they think this happened and it's not very impressive wow some rocks it is some rocks they built a very elaborate church on top of it but it's just just kind of some rocks and they think that that's where Mm. that thing that's right where it happened there is no epidural there was no epidural (laughs) no nurses (laughs) and she really did have have jesus like solo by herself um and that's actually something to point out as well like through her whole pregnancy like she was so alone in it like Mm. her family the people in her town her friends like everybody like other than elizabeth which you'll see if you read a little deeper in luke one but we can talk about and you'll learn more about that in the book but she had nobody through her whole pregnancy and really through most of her life like as you guys know jesus was like you know, a lot of people followed Jesus, but a lot of people like scoffed at Jesus. And of course, same with Mary. Like it was a crazy story and a lot of people chose not to believe it. So Mary was like, really did this thing in faith with Jesus. She's epic, traveled 80 miles, had a baby solo, like did this whole thing on alone. So here comes Jesus. Yay! Jesus is here. Jesus is here. We love that. But we also want to just focus back on Mary for a little second. So we're going to jump a little further into Luke two. This is the next time that we see Mary. Um, and this is when Jesus is 12 and they actually lose him. I think you guys maybe have read this story before. Mm -hmm. Um, it's kind of funny. They go to the synagogue and Jesus like stays behind. He's just captivated by the teachers and the preachers in the synagogue. And he's just like, staying there learning from them um and soaking yeah. in their wisdom and yeah. his parents actually leave they lose him for like i can't remember i think scripture says like two or three days yeah a couple of days because they were Crazy. you know they lived in nazareth and they traveled all the way to jerusalem and because i've been to israel i also know this distance i've you know rode wow. a bus down this road and it i is, need to go there you do <laughs> it would really help me with my biblical ge- geography your geography yeah and it'd it, be helpful it's a pretty far journey like i mean on a bus ride it takes you about an hour and a half and yeah. so can you imagine walking by foot it's pretty, it took them a couple days to go. And so it's a couple wow. days into their journey back to Nazareth that they realize, oh, wow. we have lost Jesus because Jesus stayed behind in the temple yeah. at his father's house. Yeah. And it's crazy when they get back there. And I just want to like just picture Mary, learn a little bit more about Mary here. So when they get to the, um, when they get back to the temple, they, uh, Mary's of course freaking out at first. She's like, Jesus, why would you 
what we lost you what are you doing and jesus responds he's like i'm just like learning i'm i'm staying with my father uh, he actually says like why were you searching for me he asked didn't you know i'd be at my father's house like didn't you know and yeah. as soon as he says that like mary immediately like something changes in her demeanor she just like immediately trusts Jesus's decision. And yeah. I know like I'm not a mother, but I think a lot of mothers would just keep freaking out, right? You'd be like so frustrated, so mad. It would take you so long to overcome losing your kid for two days. But quickly, like Mary just like got behind Jesus. Mm. Jesus is only 12 years old. He's still a kid. And yet she's like so respecting um, his decisions and trusted him. So I just think that's a beautiful moment. We see so much of Mary's like heart um, for her son, like be beginning to be developed in this moment. So much respect and admiration for, for Jesus. Yeah. yeah. Um, okay. Next story we want to look at. We'll keep it moving. Yeah. We're keeping it moving. Is this when Jesus turns water into wine? This is one of my favorites to actually write about and learn about. Um, they're at a wedding um, and they are out of wine. What a bummer, right? Out of wine. Gosh. Wow. And, you know, they're boogieing it on the dance floor, just like, do do. What's a good wedding song? Give me one, Mac. Oh, Go ahead. Man. Jump. What's come on? You've got one. Uh huh. Cupid shuffle. <laughs> they're doing the, they're doing the cupid shuffle yeah. to the right, to the right. Yeah. There and you then go. a servant comes up to Mary, and a servant comes up to Mary and is Mary. Mary, we're we're out of wine. Like, what are you gonna do, Mary? What are you gonna do? And the servant walks away. Mary looks at Jesus and is like, Jesus, they're out of wine. What are you gonna do? Are you gonna do something about yeah. this? And um, Jesus is like, actually, no. Just wait. It's not my time yet. And then. A couple songs later, doo -doo, to the right, to the left, the servant comes back and <laughs> the servant comes back to Mary and is, and is like, what are you going to do? We're out of wine. And Mary just says, turns to him and says these really important words. Mm, he says, yeah. she says, do whatever he tells you, mm, referencing yeah. Jesus. And yeah. so this is a really big pivotal moment in scripture because until this point, a lot of people look to, to Mary just because, you know, she, Jesus is still super young yeah. and um, Mary's the mother of Jesus. And so right here, something really shifts where she's like, no, he now has authority. He's my son. Um, do whatever he tells you. This is, of course, the first miracle that happens that we see Jesus do in scripture. And he ends up turning the water into wine and it's incredible. And Jesus has the authority here and it's a beautiful thing. Um, and then we're going to jump into the next story. Are you All ready right. for this, Matt? I love it. We're moving. All right, we're moving. So this is like way later in his ministry. You know, it's funny. Mary's not mentioned throughout most of Jesus's ministry and life, but we know he, she was present yeah. for a lot of these moments, but she was never really talked about or recorded much in any of the gospels. And at, we're going to talk about this a little bit later, but it's because Jesus always got the glory. Like it yeah, wasn't Mary, um, but Mary was present and he, she followed him like so faithfully. Um, mm -hmm. so we're just, just going to jump all the way. This is the next time we see her and it's at the cross. And she's there waiting and watching Jesus, of course, like dying on the cross and um, saving all of our yeah. sins, like sacrificing so much, of course. Like this is a crazy, crazy moment. Um, there's a lot of people at the cross. There's a couple other Marys. Mary, Mary, Mary. No, really, it's near the cross of Jesus stood his mother, his, his mother's sister, Mary, the wife of... Please oh, help. 
Mary, the wife Co-ops. of... Oh, you're not looking at I'm it. I'm not looking at that. And Mary <laughs> Magdalene, when Jesus saw... This is what it says in, in John 19. It says, um, when Jesus saw his mother there and the disciples whom he loved standing nearby, he said to her, woman, here is your son. And to the disciples, he said, here is your mother. And from that time on, the disciples took her in her home. I just think this is a beautiful picture yeah. of Mary so faithfully standing by Jesus' side and Jesus passing off his mother to his disciples like take care of her i love how it closes out the gospels in this way um so so sweet and then i want to move on just a little bit further we're getting out of the gospels actually to acts one this is the last time we we see mary just like actively in scripture um and this is um um in the upper room and there's quite a few people in this place like his the disciples of Jesus and his mother and, and her other son. And they're um, all sitting there waiting um, for the Holy Spirit to come. Jesus yeah. had left. And um, there's probably so much joy in that place. I'm sure Mary was so proud of her son in this moment. It's just a beautiful thing. Yeah. And um, anyways, the Holy Spirit comes. And that's the last time we hear about Mary. Wow. Um, really wow. cool, right? We all need a place to focus and write down the things that God shows us in His Word. But traditionally, Bibles aren't always the right fit. New King James Version Bible Journals are designed to help you engage with Scripture and record your thoughts as you read them through each book of the Bible in the trusted and familiar New King's James Version. With plenty of space for notes and prayers, you soak up God's message for you each day. Use the NKJV Bible Journals throughout the year or just in a season when there are particular books you've been working through. Whether in a small group or for your personal study, go to NK jvjournals.com for more information. Yeah, it's so cool. And what I love is, you know, we're, we're in this daughter series and we're talking about, you know, how does God see us as his daughters? And what I love is that, you know, Mary was God's daughter, you know, like yeah. he looked, you know, he looked and said, Hey, this is the girl that I'm going to use to, to bring my son into the world. And then we yeah. see this like really close relationship between Jesus and his mom. And yeah. we see the way that he took care of her. Like, I love that moment at the cross where he says to John, like, Hey, this is, this is going to be your mother. Like, take care of her as I would have taken care of her. And I think it's just such a beautiful picture to me of almost just the care that God has for his daughters, the Mm. way that he sees us. He's like, I want to provide for them. I want to um, take care of them and I want to use them as a part of like my kingdom story here on this earth. Like Mm. um, there was no way we were going to have Jesus without Mary. And and honestly, we see Mary a lot more than we even see Joseph. We see her uh, just like their bond and their closeness. And I think it's really, really cool when I, when I look at this of um, that Jesus chose this this young girl. Like she was not old. She, I mean, most people think she was in her teens. She was yeah. a young young woman, and um, she had to do this really scary thing. That I'm sure when it all happened, she, there were probably a lot of people who had a lot of opinions and looked down upon her, mm-hmm. and um, how God was literally able to bring the most beautiful picture of redemption. It restored every single one of our lives through this crazy, crazy moment. And so I think Mary's story just... I don't know. I just often like when you read kind of the nativity story, or when you read the story of Jesus, you kind of can overlook Mary sometimes, yeah. but I love to see God's heart for Mary and then also how Jesus treated Mary. Yeah. And so that is so true. It's just a sweet, sweet relationship. Yeah. There's a few things that I think we can really learn from Mary's story that we want to talk a little bit about. So, um, we're going to dive into this. Um, yes. and this one's, this is one of my favorite things. Um, 
You know, the first thing we can learn from Mary's story is that it was never about Mary. Yeah. It was always about Jesus. Like you just commented on that. Of course, Mary was present yeah. a lot of the time, but she 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 really wasn't mentioned that often. Like mm. she she didn't have the spotlight in scripture. I think that's just so true about, I'm convicted. When I was reading Mary's story, I was so convicted. I was like, there's so much in my life that like, yeah. I don't know if people looked back on my life one day, like I would hope they would have seen and had more to write about, about Jesus and what Jesus did through my life yeah. than, than had to write about me. Yeah. But honestly, if I'm probably being honest, I think, as of now it's it's been a lot about me mm. um you know of course like jesus is, has shown through me and there's like some really cool miracle moments and stuff like that but like gosh i feel like so often it's just so much more about me than it is about him and um i i learned that through reading mary's story i was like how can i reshape my life so that it's like more about about Jesus. That's the main thing that's noted, that's seen. Like, oh my gosh, Ken's like, Jesus is written all over her story. Like, remember that moment yeah. when Jesus did this or when Jesus did that? Um, I think that's a beautiful thing. Yeah. Um, yeah. And one thing we see right off the bat when Mary was so young is how she identified, like her identity mm. was a servant of, of God. Like yeah. we see this when the angel showed up um, at her home and gave and told her like you're gonna be um the mother of jesus like she's her her words were like yes like i'm i'm a servant of the lord Mm. um i'll do whatever you say yeah um and yeah i think like we have this whole conversation there's so much conversation around identity right it's like a never-ending conversation of like um i identify as this or i identify as that i don't know what my identity is and i feel like we can learn this from jesus let's just take on the identity of being like a Mm. servant of god and i know that doesn't sound flashy and exciting but i think it's a beautiful thing like we genuinely can just be vessels Mm. for for him like just like working through us, like humbling ourselves, getting really, really low so that he can just shine through us. I think when we identify as a servant of God, I think we'd be surprised by just like how much more God could move through our life Mm. because there's just such a willingness that's just like so like on the top of our spirit, like whatever you call, use me however you want me. As we know, like servants don't normally, um, have like a lot of glory they're not like it's not a really beautiful flashy fancy thing but it doesn't even matter yeah it makes me think of so many moments just like in my own ministry journey of moments where you know you you quickly identify you talk about identity you quickly identify with with what you do and suddenly you find yourself reaching for like oh I want to be known as important I want to be known as wise I want to be known as um you know respected all these different things and there's been plenty of times in my own ministry journey where like I started chasing after those things rather than like chasing after the fact that oh I'm just here to like tell people about Jesus and yeah. and you can feel the difference like I remember yeah. I remember this one time like um speaking at our leadership conference for delight and I remember trying so hard like trying so hard to get ready and to get prepared and like I remember just like nothing was coming to me like nothing like I would read scripture and be Mm -hmm. like I got nothing like I got nothing Mm -hmm. to add or nothing to really bring to the table and I remember honestly having to like kind of 
forced my way into it, kind of having to like just come up with something that like I wasn't even passionate about. And um, a couple of weeks before conference, like some crazy stuff happened in my life that like I was pretty embarrassed about. I was pretty ashamed of. And I remember in that time that it was so crazy because I had to go to God and literally be like, God, I suck right now. <laughs> like I'm yeah. not great right now. And like, I got nothing. And so like, God, you're going to just have to, you're going to have to literally come in and give me the words because I have mm. nothing to bring to the table right now. Like you're literally going to have to, t- you're going to have to just take over my mouth, take over my body and do everything. Yeah. And I remember going into that night, going into that conference and seriously, like I, it was an out of body experience. Yeah. Like I didn't even feel like I don't, I probably blacked out when I got up there. I had no idea what mm. I said, I had no idea what I did or anything like that but it was honestly for me one of the most beautiful moments of ministry because Mm -hmm. I knew it had nothing to do with me it was literally just being a vessel a servant yeah and um it was so cool because I remember at the end of the night people didn't come up to me and say like wow Mac you did such a great job like you're such a gifted speaker people came up to me and they were like I literally like whatever you said, God spoke to me through it. Or, Mm. you know, I encountered Jesus tonight and all these different things. And I was like, there's a difference in people seeing me and people seeing Jesus through me. And I just want to be someone who is a servant of God, who is like literally willing to say, I got nothing, God. So you got to come in. And if you're going to use me, like you got to use all of me. Like I just lay it all. I surrender it all at your feet. And I think I often get tempted to kind of go back and be like, okay, God, um, I'm going to bring some stuff to the table and you can use that. And then I feel like God always reminds me. He's like, honestly, you are at your best when you're your least shiny and impressive from the outside. You're at your best when you totally surrender to me. Yeah. And so I don't know, just like us waking up every day and saying like, God, I can't bring you that much today, but I know that like you can bring and do so much in and through me. And so I'm going to be a vessel and just like clean the slate for you to come in and work. Yeah. Yeah. Gosh, that's so good. Mac, there's so many times where we just want credit for things, right? Where we're like, like even when you were talking about post speaking or something and you're like, I wonder how many people are going (laughs) to be like, oh my gosh, Mac, that was so good. Or like, I mean, I do that all the time when I like lead studies or do something Mm. like that. I'm like, oh my gosh, so many people said they loved that. <laughs> like that is so exciting, you yeah. know, and you get so hype. And then when people don't, you're like, oh, what happened there, yeah. you know? And yeah. I don't know. I think we just make so many decisions in our life, like for that, for getting credit, for being mm. admired, being seen. But Mary's story is just like the complete opposite. She mm. was so overlooked. She wasn't, she, she's barely even mentioned yeah. in scripture. It's powerful. Um, I think it's actually a really fun fact. We talk about this in the workbook, but Luke, um, the author of Luke and Luke, um, when he was writing the book, he actually most likely interviewed Mary when writing this book yeah. just to hear what happened and how all the stories went down and wow. all of that. And I don't know about you, but if I got interviewed for the Bible, I would have been <laughs> like, and then Ken's did this. <laughs> then Ken's was present here. And then Ken's was definitely a part of this. Yeah. Like, yeah. You would better bet my name was going to be all over that thing. <laughs> but I'm kidding, because honestly, learned a lot from this story. It's yeah. Not, not 
not about me, but um, I just think it's so special. Like Mary was so humble. She didn't mm. need the credit. She didn't need to be acknowledged. She didn't need to be seen or any of that. It was yeah. just like, yeah, so, so crazy yeah. cool. Yeah. And so, yeah. And how crazy that yeah. you cannot think of Jesus without thinking of Mary though. Like, yes. you know what I mean? Like, yeah. At the end of the day. Yeah. If you know Jesus, you know, Mary, you know, like yeah. you do. And so it's so cool that like, yes, she was this humble servant, but like, yet God used her in the fabric of the story that has literally transformed all of our lives. And so that's yeah. powerful to me. I'm like, gosh, you, it's not like you become irrelevant and God's like, oh, just yeah. throw them out with the trash. It's like, no, mm. I think God really does tend to elevate those that can really humble themselves. And, and we see that like, you know, I think of the Beatitudes. Yeah. It's like, you know, blessed are the meek, blessed are the poor, all these people that yeah. humble yeah. themselves. God says like in my kingdom, in my kingdom, you get, you get raised up. And yeah, so I think that's, that's powerful. Right. That's so right. So yeah, for anybody listening to this, if you want to be used by God, um, if you want God to move in your life, yeah. like let's identify as like just servants of him and let him move through your life. And this is really actually like very tangible. Like, I don't know for any of you guys that are like maybe wanting to speak or you have an opportunity to speak, or maybe you um, are just leading like a small group, a Bible yeah. study setting. Maybe you are leading in delight. Maybe, um, maybe you're just speaking up in a, in a group setting or sitting across the table from a girl that you're having coffee with, like whatever it is, like go to God first, like before those moments and humble yourself, like have a moment of worship, like in the presence of God, pray. I think about this moment. I remember my first ever coffee date with a girl. Seriously, my first ever coffee date with a girl. I was so nervous. I was like, I'm not going to be able to offer anything to this girl. I don't know. She might ask me a question. I'm not going to know how to answer. Uh, all of these insecurities are going through my brain. And I went and got on my knees and just was like, God, before I talk about you, like before mm -hmm. I do anything for you, like, yeah. and even to this day, whether it's like podcasting or it's having a coffee date or speaking or writing or anything, big things or little things, I try my best to yeah. get in the presence of God, like to have an encounter with him, mm -hmm. to be with him, to reposition my heart, get all the junk out of the way. Gosh, you guys, yeah. like when we walk on earth and we're part of just this world, you'd be shocked of how easily you can pick up these bad habits yeah. Yeah. and have bad thoughts and get so consumed in those things. So I just want to encourage you, go, go to Jesus, humble yourself before all of these moments and he'll just like speak so much more through you. He will yeah. get the glory again. He will be noticed. He will be seen. You will say the right things because you have been positioned like with your father. Yeah. And so, yeah, as daughters, spend time with him. Identify as a servant of him. Just be his vessel. So good. So good. Wow. Okay. I love talking about Mary. It was a great <laughs> Christmas time Mary. in the springtime. And good. next week, we're super excited because we have a duo. We got some two sisters, Mary and Martha. I'm so excited to dive into their story and to really unpack um, what their story teaches us about being God's daughters. So it's gonna be good. we will see you guys back here next week for week five of our daughter's study.